0: This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And good morning, and welcome to Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? What's up, Selena? What's up? So. Hey, okay. Doing a little sound check. Okay, so if you guys are looking or watching us via Ustream, you realize that I'm sitting in Stanley's seat. We got an emergency phone call, and he said he had so much fun last night that he just couldn't make it in today. I think he's hung over, and he's left us to fend for ourselves. Thanks, Stanley. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but he's not here Isn't because he he's actu- in Boston. Yeah, he's
1: actually at the uh, Justice Works Conference uh, learning how to organize
0: that's what he said right that's what he said but it's all good I'm here I'm here with Alyssa I'm here with Darrell. but let's give formal introductions my name is Selena Hill and since it's a formal introduction that means you have to know what my Instagram and Twitter handle is it's Miss Selena Hill spelled with an m-s because a lot of people spell it m-i-s-s so it's just m-s-s-e-l-e-n-a-h-i-l-l and my name is
1: Alyssa Fuchs and you can find me on Twitter at Alyssa Fuchs and that's spelled I-L-Y-S-S-A or you can find me on Facebook, com slash Alyssa Fuchs also with an I or the fan page Politically Preposterous on Facebook and Poll Preposterous on Twitter. No Instagram. I don't do Instagram. No. I no. Actually, I run my job's Instagram, but I don't do Instagram.
0: Okay, and we also have in the studio with us Durrell a.k.a. Jazz Johnson, the man around town, the man of Harlem, the mayor of Harlem. Am I doing too much?
2: You're,
0: you're doing way too much. Yeah. <laughs> too much. Just a little bit. Just a little. Oh, so we have Darrell in studio with us. He's a, been a friend of the show for a while now. He is a sports and entertainment journalist. And I know if I got that wrong, you would have definitely shot me like the fierce eye glance and then talk to me for 30 minutes after the show Absolutely. about your correct title. So Absolutely. I got it right. Thank
2: you. Thank
0: you. But um, we'll definitely give you a formal introduction after the break. But, you know, since you're already mic'd up, why don't you just... Give a little preview about who you are.
2: Uh, Harlem native, first and, and, and foremost. Uh, lived my entire life uh, in Harlem and went to high school across the street. So, you know. Oh, wow. I, I know this area like the back of my hand. Uh, sports and entertainment journalist. Uh, just finished my fifth uh, season covering both the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I've been writing for the New York Beacon for almost five years now. Also contribute to the national outlet Rolling Out, uh, Harlem News, Manhattan Times, Harlem Times, Bronx Free Press, a few other outlets have a YouTube channel, uh, Raz and Jazz Sports that, you know, does pretty well. So <laughs> I, I, I stay busy.
0: Yes, you yeah. do. My science uh, man over here. Definitely. And um, speaking of going down your resume, you also interviewed Stephen Curry and we all did you guys see the video with his daughter like it's been viral where riley comes in during the press conferences that he's been having he's been doing it with his like two-year-old daughter who is completely adorable she is like a little beyonce in the making (laughs) like every time she's there like she'll grab the mic and one time she started um singing big sean song i'm way um I'm blessed. Like she is so adorable. Did you like interview her or was no, it just Stefan? I've
2: never seen her before in, oh. pe- in person because they play in Golden State. So I'm a I'm a I'm a New York based journalist. So when when Stephen Curry comes here, um, I have chances to to speak with him. But I don't go to Oakland to speak with him. But I interviewed him actually about Monet Davis over the summer because Stefan played on the uh, on the FIFA. Uh, United States team uh, they have uh, the excuse me FIBA uh, <laughs> I am about to say
0: speaking of FIFA <laughs> um, uh,
2: so they had the, the World Cup over the summer which we won of course and uh, but Stephen Curry wasn't as popular he wasn't over the summer as right. he is now that's the only chance that's the only reason why I had a chance to spend a couple of minutes talking to him because most of the media members were talking to Derrick Rose or or other um, players on the team. But Derrick Rose was the big story at the time because he had just came back from from injury and there were people that were saying that he shouldn't have played on the United States team. He should wait until the season starts and play for the team that is paying him because if you play, you know, for the United States, you're not getting compensated.
1: Right. Right. Uh, you know it's for country not really for money I mean at least that's how I see it if that's you know the kind of the route you take to play in those kind of competitions I, you look in hockey um, one of the guys who plays for the Washington Capitals mm-hmm. the day after they got eliminated he got on a plane and flew to play in the world cha- the men's uh, hockey world championships mm-hmm. with Russia and you know he they ended up Russia didn't end up uh, med- or they meddled, but they like meddled third I think mm-hmm. uh, but it was, it was like it wasn't about money he did it because he cared about the sport which I think is really what it's about you know
0: speaking of sports yeah
1: speaking of sports
0: we're starting the show off talking about one of the biggest corruption biggest crisis in the world of sports fifa as i'm pretty sure you guys know is under the microscope um 14 official top officials in fifa are um, have been indicted and arrested for a number of corruption charges by our department of justice So, Attorney General Loretta Lynch is definitely on her P's and Q's right now, and they just filed this indictment. It is huge news. It's been trending uh, for a while on Twitter, and that's why we have Darrell here. Even though, you know, Darrell is always welcome, but we needed someone here with some sports expertise, especially because Stanley is not here.
1: Yeah, and my sports expertise is it, it, only stops in hockey. Hockey. Yeah. it stops at hockey. It stops <laughs> at the no. Rangers. It's, it's hockey and also baseball. I don't my I don't have an expertise in in matters of football uh, or soccer football. as it's called here. I, although I did live in England for a little while, so okay. I became quite consumed there. And from what I understand from talking to some of my friends uh, this is not something that surprised them. Uh, but that's, I know we're going to get into that conversation more in a little while. We're also today going to be talking about the floods in Texas um, and about climate change denial and how people's politics or political ideologies can you know come into conflict with real world events that are happening. Especially, And I actually saw a political cartoon today where a guy's like floating away and he's holding his sign that says like, anti you know that climate change isn't real as a raft (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) yeah like it was a political cartoon it was meant to be funny and i'm gonna end out the show by um giving you a a further update on what's going on with the patriot act and whether it may sunset congress is actually going to be in session today Mm -hmm. uh trying to sort this out i wish they weren't in session i personally would have liked to see it sunset but before we go to a quick break i just also wanted to mention if you guys haven't seen it we were in the source magazine this week and you should definitely check Check out Let Your Voice Be Heard's Twitter account and also our Facebook page. And you should check out an amazing article that the Source Magazine did on us. Um, check it out; it's awesome. Like we're all quoted. It's really good. If you if this is the first time listening to your show, it'll give you kind of a background as to what we do here. Um, and if it's not, then it's just you'll be excited to know that we were published. Uh, a story about us was published in the Source Magazine. So yes. you should you should check that out. Definitely. On that note, um, well,
0: well, the story will be published on all of our a social media account starting tomorrow so you can definitely check us out on be heard underscore radio on twitter and instagram and then let your voice be heard on facebook and we'll be um, pushing it out there so. definitely
1: and it's already on it's up on politically preposterous already if you're interested in checking it out today um, on that note we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to have a longer conversation about what's going on in the world of soccer
0: And we are back. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And every Sunday we talk about politics, foreign policy, social justice, Pop culture and today's sports. We hardly ever get to talk about
1: sports. Only when there's some political or legal thing going on in the world. of sports. I think the last episode we did on sports was um, around Super Bowl time. We oh did pass yeah, me, pass, pass, me pass me that, that Super Bowl. bowl and it, uh, and it, was quotation about, marks. it was all about whether or not any NFL players should be allowed to smoke marijuana. You should check that episode out. Uh, it's in our archive shows. It's really
0: a good. It was a really good episode. Really yeah, informative. Definitely. It's on our website. L y V B H dot com. Of course, that's an acronym for Let Your Voice Be Heard. Check it out there. And also subscribe to us, our podcast on iTunes. It's L Y V B H radio. So if you guys can remember all of that, you're definitely awesome. And speaking of awesome things, we have in the studio with us Darrell Jazz Johnson. He is a sports and entertainment journalist from Harlem. And we're gonna start the show off talking about FIFA, as I mentioned before the break. And again, my name is Selena Hill, and I'm here with Alyssa Fuchs. So, last week, the world of football experienced a major shakeup uh, when the U.S. Department of Justice announced that several officials were arrested on federal charges. The DOJ indicted 14 people on corruption charges, which includes racketeering, wire fraud money laundering and money laundering conspiracy according to attorney general loretta lynch and i quote she said these individuals and organizations engaged in bribery to decide who would televise games where the games would be held held and who would run the organization overseeing organized soccer worldwide so then some of the men who the U.S. prosecutors accuse of corruption, they've also been directly involved with organizing the FIFA World Cup, which is probably the biggest sporting event on the planet. It is. Yeah, it it is. is. Um, it's
2: bigger than the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, definitely. It is international, worldwide. Uh, the n- indictment also names sports marketing executives from the U.S. and South America who are accused of paying $151 million dollars in bribes and kickbacks in exchange for the rights to host televise and promote soccer tournaments authorities say that 110 million alone was used in effort to host the copa america oh god this is in spanish centenario Centi- i was hoping jazz could just like <laughs> say it in spanish let me see it like uh, right here <laughs> oh uh here hold on That's the uh,
1: Centurario. Centurario. Copa America Centario. Centario. That's
0: my best right there. the the Central American Cup, correct? In English. Thank you. Copa
2: (laughs) is cup, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Thank you for that. Um, So in the United States in 2016, from my understanding, we never had it here, and um, that's... Just they threw like $110 million in bribery to get it hosted here in the United States. But despite the controversy circling around FIFA, Sepp Blatter was reelected to serve as the president of FIFA for a fifth term. It really wasn't shocking um, or surprising to a lot of people. He has a lot of influence. He's 79 years old and he's been in in this position for years now and he's basically I mean he's like the Don. Right.
2: He he literally is the Don. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: The, so, I mean, there was little surprise that he was reelected. Despite all the controversy, it actually attests to how influential he is and some of the good things he did. He, I mean, he really turned FIFA around and he's um, running a lot of profit and a lot of money. I was actually reading this
1: morning that he's been very good for women's soccer, mm-hmm. uh, that really promoting the women's, you know, the women's tournament. And, um, you know, and listen, there's always good things that people do. That doesn't necessarily always make up for the bad things they do. Um, and then also you have just wanted to add to that. The U.S. actually voted against his re-election, And the the from what I understand, the representative of the U.S. said that he was willing to vote against him, even if it costs the U.S. their chance at potentially hosting World Cup in the future. Um, but I was also thinking just from my experience and just criminal law generally that, you know, right now, Sepp Blatter wasn't arrested. But Heads are going to roll still like this. I don't think this will be the end of it. Uh, you know what's gonna happen now is now that there's been an indictment some of these 14 people that were arrested are gonna talk somebody's gonna talk and they're gonna because 99% of the time somebody talks for leniency I mean like that's how it goes and they're going to start divulging more and more information I seem to think that we're gonna see more indictments more arrests and maybe even all the way up to the top although as we know sometimes it's hard to get the person at the top they're sort of insulated that's why they use conspiracy because when you do conspiracy charges it's easier to tie somebody at the top who doesn't actually have their hands on making a bribe or accepting a bribe. But, uh, I mean, that's how they got, um, what's his name, when they do organized crime, that's how they get the Don, Absolutely. right? They use conspiracy, they use RICO. And so they're proceeding well, under the same sort of legal theory.
0: Well, Seb Blatter is not concerned at all. He's actually been down uh, downplaying it. He called it, and I quote, infractions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and he was yes. like, I'm not worried. He said, I'm literally not worried because the probe is ongoing. They're going to keep probing the institution. And he was like, don't worry, I'm not worried about the institution or myself um in addition he also questioned the timing of the us prosecutor saying that his organization and i quote could have been contacted at another time End quote. Rather than two days before its Congress assembled for an election, so I mean it is kind of fishy that that's the time that the um, indictment came down. But to help us continue the conversation, um, I want to throw the first question at you, Durrell. Um, what exactly are the the FIFA executives? Um, why exactly are they being prosecuted by the DOJ? Well,
2: well, first let me let me just say the reason why. They all were were arrested in in Zurich is these are these are people from many different countries so instead of them having to go to different countries to arrest people, they waited for them to all be in the same place so they could arrest everyone they had to work this out with the with the Swiss uh, authorities um, massive investigation uh, that's been going on for for over four years has been going on. Uh, obviously, uh, Loretta Lynch just became attorney general. She was working in New York, and that's where the case began. Uh, it 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 started as a money trail. Yeah. Um. And and it's you know ridiculous. I I don't remember the guy's name, but but there's a guy who had two apartments in Trump Plaza, one for himself and one for his cats. Which wow. is, which is, it, it just goes to show you hey, the, somebody
1: the, want, want to rent me an apartment? I apartment. know, right? right? For his I'll take, cats, I'll live right, with the I'll cats. Take right,
2: I'll live with the cats, too. <laughs> I'll take care of the cats, you know, whatever you need. I mean, Trump plaza. Yeah,
1: a lot of people don't realize that. They have a lot of, big question, which maybe, I mean, between the two of us we can clear up is why the case is venued in the Eastern District of New York in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And that's, as you pointed out, where Loretta Lynch was the uh, head of the bureau there mm-hmm. and then obviously was promoted to the higher position of attorney general and the case case followed her but the investigation starts out of brooklyn out of the eastern district because some of the crimes arose in the eastern district essentially what that means is at some point some of these bribes were either made or taken or some of the racketeering enterprise took place within either brooklyn queens or um staten island that would have that's the link to or long island that's the link back to the to the eastern district
2: and it's just just reading about it. There's so I'm I'm sure. Let's say it fascinates you from a legal perspective. It does um, I was I was actually on the phone with a good friend of mine, who's 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 an attorney, and and he was saying this is you know Rico was created for organized crime, and a lot of these accusations are, are things that you would see within organized crime, with the exception of people getting killed. Uh, at at least to our knowledge, no one has been killed. But you know you had. They're saying up to one hundred and fifty million dollars in bribes.
1: Right. right, and then a lot of the offshoring of that money Because mm-hmm. what comes along next. Is once you have the money, once you take the bribes, mm-hmm. then what do you do with the money? Because right. you have to put it, you know, somewhere throw it through the laundry right. mat, <laughs> right. so to speak. <laughs> right, um, <laughs> Yeah, and so that's where the Caymans come in. So you have all these different confluences of things that you see, um, almost mixing sort of legal. With mm-hmm. illegal. I mean, like offshoring of money is technically not illegal, but when you're doing it in connection with a money laundering scheme, then it. Becomes a lot more questionable. So, right. yeah, it does fascinate me from a legal sp- perspective, especially the RICO aspect of it, because it is what they use for organized crime.
0: Right. um Guys, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the FIFA crisis with Darrell Johnson here in studio with us. Um, you can call us up if you have a question or a comment about the crisis and the scandal. The number is 212 650 6903. So, you know, we know that this corruption has been going on for a while now. It just so happens that last week the DOJ pressed charges and the U.S. took lead in pressing charges on this international organization. Um, but the question, another question that arose is, why is Bladder not being charged at all? I mean, he is the head of this organization. The buck has to stop somewhere. And I'm pretty sure that he knew what was going on. I mean, what is what is his argument been? Didn't he say something like, I can't oversee everything? Like, is that the best he could do?
2: that's the best he has to do right now and and as as Alyssa uh mentioned earlier they're 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 going after him but when you're when you're he's he runs FIFA so he's FIFA is by far the most powerful sports organization in the world no no question uh as much as we talked about the Gate in this country right I can't imagine how much the media around the world was talking about about this, for years everyone had suspected that that FIFA was corrupt. Uh, people would even say they knew FIFA was corrupt, but you couldn't prove it until until now. Um, so, if they're going to go after him, or when they go after him, they want to make sure that you know they've got all of their T's crossed and their I's dotted. They they want to make sure that they know they can get him, and and that leads me to think that. They're not 100 percent sure that they can get him. But but no doubt several VPs of FIFA are involved, were involved in this indictment. So he's in contact with them on a regular basis. He has to have known that there was corruption, but. It needs to be proven. It can't be right. speculated.
1: It's not about necessarily what he knew. It's about what the government can prove that he knew. And I think that's sort of the point that I was making earlier is I ex- fully expect and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe these people are ironclad and nobody's going to talk and they're all going to protect him and take mm-hmm. the fall. And, you know, that, that'll be their perspective. But I have a feeling out of 14 people – the, the odds of somebody talking are high. And right. then we'll have to see what that person says. Are they going to blame other people that are then going to be arrested? Or are they going to point the finger to the top? The question is, is does somebody have the, we'll call it chutzpah, <laughs> to point the finger at at Bladder and say, you know, he did it? But, my, you know, I have another interesting question that comes into, and I don't you know want to jump us ahead too far, but um, there's a whole th- other thing going on with Putin, right? Putin mm-hmm. was, like, denouncing this whole thing. So, like, what's Putin's deal? Why why is he annoyed about this? Because this comes back to the political th- po- politics, sort of. And, you know, the U.S. government and the Russian government, again, sort of seeing themselves in conflict. So can you kind of give me an Absolutely. idea? Because that was one thing I was confused about.
2: Well, uh, the next World Cup is 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 taking place in, in Russia. Mm. Uh, so with all of these, you know, they're talking about stuff that goes back to 24 with um, – with uh, South Africa landing the 2010 World Cup, uh, one of one of the people who who uh, was indicted is Jack Warner, uh, one of the uh, VPs of uh, FIFA uh, from Trinidad. So in in 2004, it was reported that Monaco offered him one million dollars to to vote that Monaco get the World Cup. South Africa then came and, and offered to send $10 million to a, a group he controlled. You know, simple math. Right,
0: right.
2: You know, I'm going to take the $10 million over the $1 million. And, and so he voted for South Africa, and South Africa got the World Cup. And there's, it's almost impossible to, 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 to guesstimate how much a country makes when yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So, I was say, so you,
1: do you think maybe there's something with Putin, Putin's concern because he may have or his Absol- government may have been involved? In I
2: think what this shows is no country is landing the World Cup without greasing mm. several palms. I right. mean, right. I, I think that's what this is all telling us. Right. Now, with as many allegations of corruption as there already are in in, in Russia... Who knows what happens when you start looking into how did how did Russia secure the, the World Cup? You know, was Putin directly involved? Was he indirectly involved? That's a that's a can of worms. He clearly doesn't want opened. So when he can denounce it and, and then take shots at the United States, that's an opportunity that that that. Putin Uh, doesn't miss an opportunity to take a shot, right? He's not going to miss that
1: opportunity.
0: Exactly. Um, Speaking of that, I know we have uh, probably time for one more question before we go on break. But um, Alyssa kept mentioning somebody is probably going to talk out of the fourteen people who are indicted, and I wanted to bring up the fact that someone was talking, and that's why these charges even came about. Um, Do we know exactly who pulled the cover and exposed all of this corruption?
2: Uh. To my knowledge, no. But this person wasn't at a high enough level to to get all the way to to set bladder Um, the the level below him, which is pretty extraordinary. um, But but as you mentioned, he seems to be very well insulated uh, to where he's only communicating with with a few key people. I mean, it's I very would.
1: similar to how the big banks operate, which mm-hmm. is that, you know, the person and, and actually I'm mentioning the big banks because they're involved in this. <laughs> There's a lot of the uh, I don't know if you saw the image that I had posted up, but I mean, the HSBC and Barclays, which are two of the biggest banks in England or in the UK, um, they're somehow involved in this because some of these monetary transactions run through the banks. So I mean, it goes back to this thing about the banks being corrupt also, which oh, yeah. is something we talked about last week when we talked about them manipulating money and now we know that there's a good possibility that some of this laundered money may have been coming through the banks as well right. and so you have what do you have tied up in this you have politic <laughs> politicians you know sports and banks all together it's like a recipe for corrupt oh, yeah. you know corrupt corruption soup or something
0: no it definitely <laughs> is and from my knowledge the DOJ is definitely looking at those institutions from which the transactions were being exchanged to see how cognizant they were I mean we can all presume they were but they just need the evidence to actually charge them um but on that note we actually have to take a quick break but when we come back we'll continue talking about the fifa crisis and what happens now right here and let your voice be heard
2: Bring
0: it on a big And we are back. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR90.3 FM Radio. I am Selena Hill. I'm here with Alyssa fuchs Esquire. Thanks. Esquire. And Darrell, the sports journalist slash mayor of harlem okay guys i'm just giving everyone all the credentials that are due actually starting i'm actually gonna be starting a trial in the eastern
1: district which is where this case has been out of tomorrow so congrats there's sort of a thank you a little irony there i'm gonna be doing it with my boss um, so it's a good, good experience. Anyways, um, so if you're listening, we're talking about the FIFA scandal. You can give us a call if you have a comment or a question. It's 212 Or you can tweet us, beheard underscore radio. Or you can leave a comment on Politically Preposterous. And just to give you a little preview, we're, uh, later on in the show, we're also going to be talking about Texas's floods and climate change denial. And the, we'll end the show giving you an update on what's going on with the Patriot Act. Um, but for now, we're going to get back to our conversation about FIFA. FIFA and um, about what's going on. And I, you know, just to answer that last question that before we went to break about who do we know who it is that's talking. Um, So that person is a confidential informant. This was a sealed indictment. It was a sealed case. It just became unsealed. Um, That person's identity is clearly concealed for, uh, you know, the same reason why somebody who spoke against the mafia's name would be concealed uh, for their protection. Um, But I presume I'm not gonna go out on a limb here, but that this is somebody who kinda got caught, right? They they were Caught on a wiretap or caught I don't know because the NSA was spying On all <laughs> right? that communication We'll talk about that later um, And they were caught red-handed With their hand in the cookie jar so to speak And they were like well I'm just the low man on the totem pole But if you really want information <laughs> on Who's really doing the dirty I'll, I'll give you that information And so they became the government's informant And they started to talk and based on Their talking the government started to Investigate some of their claims and that level the led the government from one place to another and eventually to realizing that they could indict 14 people, which is another thing that we should clarify. Like, for people, an indictment is not a conviction. It's, It's an allegation that these people... Uh, You know, may have committed this crime. It doesn't mean they did. We should be very clear about that. Now, obviously, there's lots of speculation around the world of FIFA that this isn't something new and that corruption has been widespread for a long time. But at least from a legal perspective, we should note that until there is either a plea or a trial, these people are presumed to be innocent.
0: Right. So, I mean, speaking of that, Darrell, do you can we is it safe to presume that this will go to trial? Like what happens next um, in this investigation? Do you think that they will find some charges on a set bladder or do you think that the four people will probably go into trial?
2: I think in in cases like this and Alyssa can can certainly clarify if I'm correct. But in cases like this, they're, they're usually pleased that it worked out. I mean, they've 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 caught you know you you, you mentioned the, the 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 cookie jar this is you know like the money bag yeah. you know they've literally got caught with their hands in a in a bag you know with 150 million dollars you know um and that's the money that you know DOJ knows about you know there's you know how many other millions tens of millions hundreds of millions of dollars that was exchange that they probably don't know about
1: right and this has the uh, the potential to become even more widespread as i pointed out with like politicians we Absolutely. don't know like there's politicians from other countries and they may enjoy a certain amount of immunity that the officials of fifa might have because heads of state um generally enjoy some type of like political immunity when it comes to prosecution not always that's mm-hmm. um but you're going to start to see I think it has the ability to become a lot more widespread. You're going to see that certain countries have officials, uh, political officials, people in high positions in cabinet, very closely connected to prime ministers um, that were involved with making or taking bribes in order to get soccer to come to their country. Um, And and I also, yeah, to go on your point, I do think that a lot of it will be resolved via plea. Uh, Because people are going to say, well, I'll take the plea and I'll talk for leniency. But certain people, the higher up you go, the less likely you are to take a plea because there's nobody else to roll over on, right, if you're up at the top. So, like, if the buck stops with Sepp Blatter, as you put it, Sepp Blatter can't roll over on anybody (laughs) else. So if he was to get indicted, and he hasn't been yet, but hypothetically speaking— If he has nobody to roll over on, then he has no incentive necessarily to take the plea to talk because who is he going to – there's nobody higher to be talking about, whereas people that are lower down. I mean that's how these investigations work. Mm -hmm. You see that the government does this when it comes to drug dealing, when it comes to large scale – I'm not talking about drug dealing like state – drug dealing. I'm talking about like big, large cartel operations. Like they get the people that are moving a kilo in order to get the people who are moving a hundred kilos, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's the same kind of calculation that's happening here. Um, the difficulty is that there's no physical like drugs, right? There's, right. there, you know, there's, it's all about who said what to whom. And also can, just because somebody accepted money, you have to be able to prove that this person gave something in return and that the something that was given in return was given because of the money. Like, so you can prove you have to have a quid pro quo. So you might be able to prove the quid, but if you can't prove the pro quo or you can't prove that what the person got in return was directly connected to the money that they received, and and that can be very challenging. But I will say when it comes to federal indictments and investigations, generally speaking, I it, you because know, I've done criminal defense in both the state and federal level, usually when the feds come, they come with all their ducks in a row. They, right. That's why there's a four-year investigation. That's why you don't see arrests for a long period of time because right. they get their – stuff right, together, they, they <laughs> so to speak before they before even they do it it's right. not like i think i saw somebody shake hands at the <laughs> bodega right. and now i'm going to arrest them because they might have been selling <laughs> not drugs right. Not, right. Like. not at all
0: so where will this take a uh, soccer or, or football moving forwards all like what what happens um to, to football just the sport itself
2: you want to you know obviously any opinion i give you would be my honest opinion but fans don't care <laughs> <laughs> That's my honest opinion. You know, um, I think, you know, we we see this in football. You know, we've, we've had, you know, abusive men in relationships. But if he's, you know, scoring touchdowns for your teams or sacking the quarterback or making inter- intercepting the ball, making big plays for your team, all of a sudden we don't care about right. how bad of a person this is. They're, they're making my team win. You know, even Alex Rod- Rodriguez, yeah. you know, um, one of the most polarizing figures in, 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 in U.S. sports. No one predicted he would be playing as well as he's playing right now. And all of a sudden, the criticism, right. for the most part, has disappeared. He's getting cheered at Yankee Stadium. He's getting booed everywhere else, yeah. but he plays <laughs> for your team. You know, he's getting a standing ovation. I think... People love the game of of, of football, soccer. Um, so I think fans will still root very hard for for their country, for their teams, and and I think they'll ignore this mainly because, again, people already assumed this was going on already. So it just it just confirms what many people believed. Uh, that there was corruption in soccer, and there's corruption in almost anything where. Involving a, a lot, lot of, of money. Right.
1: Well, that's a really the bigger question, which is aside from the fans, because I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think the fans are going to be apathetic, the, mm-hmm. you know, because people. Lo- that's a, what a lot of people should understand here in America is that. Soccer is the biggest sport mm-hmm. in the world. More people play and watch soccer than any other sport on the planet. I mm-hmm. mean, like you look at a football stadium that holds like what's an average football stadium holds 60,000 people. Yeah. You look at some of these soccer stadiums and I've been to yeah. some of them, they
0: hold a 100,000 people. Right. I mean, this is a huge, wow. huge thing. Does that mean soccer players get paid more than other athletes?
2: Yes. Um uh, Floyd Mayweather like, is the is the highest paid athlete in the world but the second is a is a uh, it's
1: Christi- Christiana yeah or Ronaldo. yeah and uh
2: and and Messi's in the top five as well so soccer players get get you know they're the highest paid athletes in the world outside of you know someone who like Mayweather who's a anomaly right uh, because he could make I mean, $300 does, $300 million in a night for fighting <laughs> does
1: it change the way that fifa does business going forward i think that's really the bigger <sighs> question because if countries are relying on or have been relying on a certain amount of or a certain level of corruption mm-hmm. in order to get soccer events played in their you know jurisdiction then does that change does anything change within fifa
2: i think you know because this is being compared to uh, uh you know a lot of criminal organizations i think you know with the mafia with a uh, you know a big drug drug organization if you know the the fbi the police are looking at you you calm things down for a little bit you know you may even totally suspend operations in in terms of any illegal dealings that you're doing so i think they they have to stop stop you know, with with the with the uh, with the bribery, right. they yeah. have to. Yeah, they but will well they? they are now. Um, do they what? have to?
1: That really <laughs> depends on whether or not somebody goes to jail. I mean, this mm. gets back to something right. we were talking point. about yeah. last week when we talked about the money manipulation with the right. banks. You should nope. check that episode out. Actually, we were just talking about that last week. We had no. an amazing show. It's, it, that's um, true, but. If nobody goes to jail and it's just like these huge fines and slap on the (laughs) wrist, then there's no deterrent effect. There's no incentive for them to stop because they're going to say, well, the amount of money that we had to pay the Department of Justice in the fine is like a drop in the bucket to the amount of money we make from continuing to do the corruption. So that's really what it comes down to. If somebody goes to jail and somebody's made an example of and they're like, "Okay, wait, if we continue this. Then more people are going to go to jail. Then you may see something. But I I think that's really what it comes down to. The banks continue to do their dirt because they... They're like, well, it's the cost of doing business. We'll just Absolutely. pay the fine. Well, this sort of could be the cost of doing business or FIFA. Okay, we'll just pay the fine. Um, but and, you know, you mentioned something about organized crime. I had seen some things uh, over the past few days on the internet, mm-hmm. potentially linking higher ups in FIFA to the Italian mafia, like the actual Italian mafia in Italy. Is there any truth to that, or
2: I've, I've seen the same the same things that they're could be a link there but i haven't seen anything definitive saying that that there is a link um let's face it certainly wouldn't be surprising uh if if there was a link there because usually where there's money and corruption there's usually violence Mm. um and that's one of the reasons why the person who who started this you know who, who rolled over uh is their name isn't mentioned because they be floating in a river you mm. know within a week like
0: no i mean way. that exactly i mean it's like Alyssa mentioned this soup of corruption mm-hmm. i mean it's it's money it's power it's influence and it's all within these executives the politicians um and the banks i mean who who can you trust it's like if they have money and power they probably can't be trusted and it's just i mean it just further shows how much How much money can buy influence in our society and every single aspect of it, which is why we as regular average day people must must stay um, aware and informed and educated in order to be empowered. And I think that we we should care. I mean, even though I know you guys mentioned like... um, the fans will be very apathetic, but I mean, when it comes to corruption, like we're fighting against the banks, mm. right? We're, we're fighting against police across the nation for and not, and for not being held accountable for their corruption. Mm. Why shouldn't we hold these sports executives? Yeah, you like the team, and you like the players, but what's wrong is wrong. And I think we should be just as adamant and just as excited about um, fighting and talking about this corruption as we do with every other aspect, um, every other part of corruption that we see in our society. Right.
1: I mean, listen. People really that uh, to to not be awake awake or aware. Uh, like, just to give you a little like statistic. Right. Since two thousand and two, FIFA spent two point two million dollars building new headquarters and two plants. Soccer fields in the Cayman Islands. I mean, a tiny little country like the Cayman Islands. <laughs> why? I, I, I mean, the answer is obvious. You right. don't spend 2.2 million dollars building a giant soccer facility in bad conditions. Let me remind you, because a lot of this area is swampland, and so it's right. taken them to actually have to like gut it out, pour concrete underneath so that the field doesn't sink in, and then put down you know dirt and then put down artificial turf. Like it's not like an easy thing to just right. set up fields here. Um, why? Well. Because Because the Cayman Islands is a huge tax haven. Like, there's a reason why certain things happen. They don't just... It's not like, oh, let's just build a soccer field in the (laughs) Caymans this week for $2 million. It's like you know everybody you know money greases the wheels and everybody's hand is getting greased somehow or another right and it's
0: all motivated by greed
1: because they obviously have money already the the cayman islands is ranked 191st among the world's 209 world soccer teams but yet fifa chooses (laughs) to build it there i mean
0: there's no there's there's no coincidence there right um obviously uh actually we need to start wrapping this conversation up but Darrell, i just wanted to give you uh, get your last words and remarks about this um case i'm pretty sure you'll continue to be following it is there anything else that we should know or be paying attention to
2: just a couple of of i guess comical points that i wanted to mention this reminded me of the of the kevin hart will Ferrell movie uh get hard because mm-hmm. uh will plays a wall street type you know who's never been to jail and you know he's threatened with having to go to jail, and and that's what we're seeing in the cases of of these fourteen men who were indicted. These are these are suit and tie guys.
1: Yeah, you mean white collar? Yes. Camp jail. Yes. Not like hardcore. <laughs> right. not, not,
2: they won't be at Rikers. Yeah, no. they
1: won't be at Rikers. They won't be at Attica. They will be at fancy, co- assuming they get convicted, um, fancy country club minimum mm-hmm. security facility. Just wanted to give you t- uh, before we wrap up two comments that. Um, I was getting from Politically Preposterous. One person, Ed, he just says, good, it's about time, which obviously indicates that people have known about corruption for Absolutely. a long time. And then Scott says he's curious to see what happens to our girls next week in the World Cup. He fears there will be bad referee syndrome. There's a women's soccer tournament coming up?
2: Yes, and there also uh, this was actually trending on Twitter a couple of days ago. Uh, I, I believe it's EA Sports This for the first time. Are including women soccer players on the on the new FIFA game that comes out in the fall, uh, so that's a that's a big uh, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, now you know, little girls who play that play that game can actually play. With a female team against another female team,
0: and, and what it only took like five decades,
2: right? It, it, <laughs> no, it, it but I mean this is progress, right? Oh, this it is definitely is. Pro- I applaud um, that,
0: and and some
1: of it by Seth Blatter, as we mentioned. But right. you know, we have to also realize, like all the good cannot necessarily right. be outweighed by all
0: the bad. It's right. true mm-hmm. that Seth Blatter actually was a, a strong advocate for women in sports. Is, is that true? I heard it that. It is. It
2: is true. Yeah. Right. It is true. Right. Um, and and you know, I mean, like like you said, it's it's about time. It it would be great to see uh you know female players on on basketball games which we don't see yet
0: yeah well we'll continue to <clears throat> hope and pray for that one um so on that note I, I mean i sort of gave like the my final statement of my thought a few minutes ago because i just feel that um this corruption what the one of the reasons why it happens is you know number one uh the people who are involved in it pay off those who should be holding them accountable and another big reason is because people don't care them if we don't care then the media won't care to cover it and to continue to explore it so that's why i think that again we must stay um abreast when it comes to this type of corruption and, and people should be held accountable i mean even though we feel like you know, it may not directly affect our lives. I mean, even with, um, like last week, we spoke about how banks manipulate the foreign exchange currency market. Even though they're stealing from every individual person who happens to be um, banking with them, they're still stealing. And if somebody was to steal a banana from a fruit cart, they would go to jail, right. even if they were hungry. So it's like, why do we not care when these big, when these mostly white men with millions and billions of dollars steal? And it's just because they happen to like be doing some good in life. I and mean, it they just enjoy doesn't make sense. An immense amount of privilege, right? No, no, they they really do. They really do. Um, but on that note, we do have to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking about other different news stories that we heard this week during the news roundup. And don't forget, next uh, later on in the show, we'll be talking about climate change and the Texas flood. So stay tuned. Don't let your voice be heard. Yeah.